0: M. Night Shyamalan is going to reboot Tales from the Crypt for TNT Del Toro is in talks to direct Fantastic Voice remake, and he talks about Pacific Rim 2 not being canceled. We also reviewed WCWNWA NWA, 86 and we actually talked about it games this week. There's a little bit of news, not much. The Scott Fowl, Show.
1: Paul Show Episode 14. How's it going, Scott? It's going pretty good. I got All my right. shovel night to me, so I'm freaking thrilled.
0: Well, let's play. Oh, wait, Sony's not going to play it because that shit didn't make it through because they cannot trademark that. Scott, what a low class, dirty fucking thing Sony tried to do.
1: Yeah, for I mean, damn, it's like they looked at Nintendo's book on how to fuck up with social media and said, hey, let's try it too. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Wow. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, Sony tried to go behind everybody's back. And they've been trying to do this for a while. But uh, in case you're not aware, there is this little thing that people like to do on the internet. It's called Let's Play Videos. And they go online. Of course, there most people who listen to this show, all 28 of you, like to uh, go online and uh, watch people play video games. I don't know why you people do this, but they do. The kids these days. And um, some people make money on this. Some people don't. And those that do make money on this, congratulations. And for people like Scott and I who have no money and fuck you. If you do make money doing this, cause we would like to get a piece of the action.
1: Isn't right, that song? I still want <laughs> to work for it. That's all.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: but uh, I don't know. There's a Let's Play YouTube channel that's actually titled Let's Play. If this guy is playing Let's Play videos, I mean, I'm sure maybe have have they copyrighted Let's Play? Does but well, the thing is, exist? Uh, the
0: thing is Sony had tried to copyright the title let's play so they could own let's play but um the us united states patent trademark office rebuffed sony's attempt to trademark it for reasons of consumer confusion but not because of the youtube videos but there is a similar trademark held in 2013 by Let's, L-T-L-Z, Let's Play of America, a Georgia-based company that organizes and connects video gamers with online and offline events. No, so it's not because of YouTube.
1: No, but it just it's possibly because that hasn't just been presented to him yet. Okay, so AchievementHunter.com. They have a, a, a YouTube channel called Let's Play. And, well, I mean, they have videos that are plenty old enough. It seems to me that since we're covering, they cover video game stuff, if they were to hurry up and file, couldn't they show that they've been their originator, maybe even? I don't know. I know they couldn't show they're the originator because Let's Play has been around for a long time as far as the type of video it is and the terminology. But, I don't know. I think it's a pretty low life move.
0: It is. It's it's a it's a total bullshit move by Sony to try to capitalize on it. But I mean, hell, we we love the hell out of Gene Simmons, but the money bag logo with the dollar sign, that's been around for decades, even longer. But guess what? That was a generic term that nobody owned copyright. And Gene Simmons asked before, who owns this copyright? Because that's a kick-ass logo. Does anybody own this? Nobody did. Guess who owns that copyright now? That that trademark?
1: Gene, Gene Simmons. Simmons. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: hey. Smart man. So I guess Sony went with that route. But Gamers are a very fickle bunch and they get pissed off over everything. But this was, you are really pissing off your consumer base. Gene wasn't pissing anybody off. You're pissing off the people who are, God, why the fuck would you do this? This is stupid. This makes absolutely no sense. This is the dumbest thing that Sony could do, especially when you're on top.
1: Yeah, I'm reading over some of the comments. I'll accidentally went to one of those sites I don't go to. I won't name it. Anyways, um, some of the comments people were talking about, like, well, they're just trying to create some conflict or stop some conflict with people naming their videos the same thing as what they're going to try to do. And, like they're defending Sony, and it's like, no they're trying to get in on the phenomenon of let's play. I mean, you got people making you let's play videos have made millionaires out of people that play video games and talking to their mic. Like they're stupid. I mean, PewDiePie is a freaking genius, but he is SpongeBob playing video games. That's, that's his shtick and kids love it. A lot of adults love it. I've even enjoyed a few of his videos, but I can't watch him for very long. He seems like a decent guy and all that, but, His shtick is to talk like he's stupid while he plays a video game. That's it. And, uh, I mean, he occasionally does some other types of videos, but that's what made him. Um, Then you got, you know, like the guy on Minecraft, um, I want to say it's TDM. He plays the videos, the Diamond Minecart, and this guy has his own action figures for Minecraft now. So, I mean, Let's Play is, is, and that guy actually is pretty good, but These guys are making... And it's not PewDiePie hate. That's just how I see him. He's just not for me. But they've made millions off of this. And Sony is sitting back going, man, someone's making millions off of this. Let's trademark that shit. Let's copyright that shit and see what we can do with it. They're not stupid. They probably have some interns and they're playing video games, trying to make Let's Play videos. And all they'd have to do is like flop around the floor and make noise while they play. And people's probably going to watch it. But in the end all the people that's mad except me and you and a few others um they're just gonna be i'm not really mad i'm just thinking it's stupid they're just gonna forget about it in a day or two and send them money (laughs) so it doesn't really (laughs) matter you know yeah it's just i get mad at nintendo but i buy nintendo products get you know yeah get mad's a strong word for it but get irritated i guess annoyed first world problems
0: yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. It it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't blame Sony for huh? taking a shot at it, but uh, there's so many people that use that, and there's already a channel literally called that on YouTube doing almost the same thing. They're talking about the one, so I mean, could those guys not come back in the future? And be like, whoa, Sony, ah, uh-uh. like if I was those guys and I had a channel that I'm making ad revenue from that has two five million views or three million views on some of these videos, then yeah, I would just sit back and let Sony rake in some millions and then I'd come call and be like, Hey, Hey, guess what? We've been doing this longer and you're using our name. So,
0: yeah, but you didn't claim the copyright on it before.
1: So I don't don't know. I don't know who, if they've claimed the copyright on it, I'm sure angry Joe shows copyrighted, but who knows if achievement hunter copyrighted, let's play. So yeah, and if they did, then they don't give a shit that everybody and their mother names their videos that or more likely they just never did. They never did um, copyright it. And then it also like, depends on
0: what YouTube's bullshit is to like, when you, whatever you upload on here, what the licensees are and all that bullshit, the YouTube license, I don't know. It's, it's all bullshit but activision has acquired esport league major league gaming so scott is video games an actual sport and it's what it a sport
1: yeah yes well i suppose it is i mean it does require hand-eye coordination you are using muscles mm. In some cases, it requires endurance, depending on what game you're playing. Um, you know, of course, there's all the mental aspects that are the same as every other sport, you know, the chess game type of stuff. But I don't know, man. I guess I guess it is. Is it, And in some way, I guess I can see it as an athletic endeavor. Yeah. But I would not use the word athletic for their general physical condition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, major league gaming has a new owner of activision blizzard purchased the entirety of the company in a rumored 40 million dollar deal late last month which had the publisher also taking on major league gaming's remaining debt so
1: right, give for uh, anyone, I guess. athletic of or relating to athletes or athletics and another one is physically strong fit and active i mean i guess yeah. i guess i mean it is i it fits under a broad general version of it i mean
0: Esports sports is what they call it yeah so you it's know a, if i say
1: it's a sport i mean it's it's clearly not the athletic endeavor that being a sprinter is but that doesn't mean a sprinters will come in and dominate starcraft It's not what happened, or vice versa. So, no, but I mean, you know, the idea of there being competitions based around games, I mean, it's just another pastime, another diversion. I don't see anything wrong with it. And Activision's got a lot of money and a lot of IPs, so, probably a smart move.
0: Well, the Mortal Kombat Alien Gameplay Combat Pack 2 trailer finally been released uh it looks about as you expect the new who's the new guy Barracho. no he's not a new guy he's an old guy
1: leatherface
0: no well i guess technically he's a new guy
1: try sector slash smokes yeah. yeah he's the it's, he's uh he's, he's he's just the three skins from the previous game yeah yeah
0: he just... plays exactly as i thought he would play
1: yeah um leather looked pretty cool i mean the move sets for all four characters look pretty good saw some really neat combos um but man the alien design is shit <laughs> sorry <laughs> even if they had model it looks like all three versions that are in the video have the baraka arms it would have been really cool to have one that's just a classic alien
0: oh my god the alien baraka arms at the end of the video is so uh, terrible why well,
1: even in in when it when it did it in the gameplay part of it it looked terrible the uh the alien looks like it's gonna be fun to play don't get me wrong but purely yeah. from a fanboy point of view let me let me clarify that the alien's head is so short it just looks stupid it's that's the best uh, adi must have gave them some tips on how to shorten the alien and make it look retarded. I'm just saying, so because they did that with um AVP games or AVP movies. So,
0: and this is what a 20 or 30 dollar,
1: I haven't even checked on the price. I'm not paying full price for it, not for four fighters.
0: This is go ahead and wait, people, and you can get everything for about 20 dollars game of the year edition,
1: yeah. Um, again, it does look like it's a fun addition to the game. And if you want to pay, if you want to overpay that much for DLC, which I occasionally do myself, don't get me wrong.
0: Oh, you paid and, about a hundred dollars for this whole game.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you count the freaking incidental, accidental installation on the internet that shoved my uh, data plan up, yeah. um, yeah, that started as a $35 purchase, and I'm at a hundred.
0: <sighs>
1: totally no fault of my own. So, except for being unaware that Xbox One's installed everything from the internet rather than the disc. So, which really that only cost me about $10. It would only bump me up into the next bracket of charges. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be fun, but I don't know what the price is on the combat pack. That's, that's important. Um,
0: I think it's $20 or more.
1: I bet it is. It's no less than 20. I I'll guarantee it's at least five. Unless you,
0: unless you bought a season pack, right? Was that $40 for a season pack?
1: I don't remember what I bought. I, th- I think I got the season pass, whatever it's called. But in defense of what I was saying, I only paid like $30 or $35 for the game, so I thought I could justify the full mm-hmm. 60 at that point because the game was new. But whatever. I screwed up. I had a moment of weakness. There were Predators.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Hellblade PlayStation 4 and PC versions launching simultaneously. Uh, Ninja Theory has confirmed that its upcoming title Hellblade will be launching for both PlayStation 4 and PC at the same time. Eventually, in 2016, that's all we know.
1: Is this sequel to like Heavenly Blade?
0: No, it's a brand new title.
1: I'm just saying the, the female on the uh, picture doesn't look that far off. No, no, no. Um Who developed a, heavenly blade it doesn't matter that's an old game
0: it is old game
1: it's not one we're going to remember 50 years from now but uh i, know.
0: I do like ninja theory though
1: the western equivalent of platinum games according to <laughs> ophelis
0: who the fuck said that
1: i don't know some f- commenter ninja theory is the western equivalent of platinum games No, they're not. O-F-A-L-I-S-S. Hey, buddy. I don't know. Ninja Theory, what have they made?
0: They made Devil May Cry and... um, Well, the remake of Devil May Cry. And they
1: made... um, Points against already. Should rename it Douche Will Cry. What? (laughs) DMC, Douche Will Cry. He looks like a douche. He's going to cry. They play games where characters look like douches. So.
0: Heavenly Sword, uh, Insulated Odyssey to the West.
1: They've made some decent games. Inslate was fucking awesome. Yeah. I've never played DMC, but I've heard it actually has pretty decent gameplay or better. I think I've read that a few places too.
0: A lot of people are whining because Dante looks different. They're That's butt- me.
1: I, I'm not gonna lie. I just told you why he looks like a douche. I can't help it.
0: <laughs> he does. He does completely look. Well, Dante was a was a whiny little bitch.
1: He always was.
0: He's a oh yeah, bitch.
1: yeah. He just didn't look quite so much like a douche. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to use NinjaBlades website, and it's just like dominating my computer. Huh. Like, you will click on this. So, screw you, Ninja Theory. I'm not buying your title now because your website's obtrusive. <laughs> okay, it's obtuse.
0: But Inslave Odyssey to the West was a really, really good game. And they did do Heavenly Sword
1: as well. Yeah, I just saw that. And they
0: did some work on Disney Infinity
1: 3.0. Yes, that's, I did, I think I did mention that in one of our podcasts. Yeah. But the guys that did DMC did... uh,
0: I think they probably did some of the um, combat.
1: They did. They worked on the combat, which was much improved. So.
0: But I think they decided that they were going to do smaller titles now so they can focus more on what they want to do instead of the bigger titles. So. Um more to Scott's genre outlast two new teaser image and other bullshit. So I guess now the game will take place in a different setting. It is, I probably should have read this. I thought Scott would take this over. Scott, have you read this? What the hell is going on?
1: Yes. The new plot, new characters. uh, They're keeping everything under wraps right now. This is from PlayStation lifestyle. Um, It says no conflict is ever black and white, but once the dust is settled, the victors get to decide who was right and who, is wrong who is good and who is evil so you know human nature pushes us to extreme violence and depravity which within, then justify by divine inspiration and a promise of paradise to come horror rises from desperation and blind faith ooh we're we'll gonna have a bunch of religious zealots per- apparently just like last time uh oh well, it's like scott's family's taking over Woo-hoo. yeah Ooh-ha. uh yeah man uh outlast one was freaking brilliant uh I mean, I'm sorry, but swinging dicks in a prison are terrifying. <laughs> Wait, what? You haven't played out last? I did, but I didn't get very far. You didn't get far with the two swinging dicks are chasing you. Holy shit! No. Yeah, that's that was unnerving. Yeah, those voice actors definitely nailed it. So did the dick modelers. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's full frontal nudity, man, male nudity. I was like, holy shit. Dicks chasing me. So, um, I got caught a lot. <laughs> no, it was just, uh, <clears throat> man, it's a really good game. Well, it takes like eight hours, six hours to beat, something like that. So,
0: that was a free I, game on PlayStation Plus, but
1: yeah, and it's, I think, new. Isn't it really cheap? Like 10 bucks or something?
0: Something like that.
1: 15, even. It's worth, it's worth 15. It's worth 10 or 15, easy. Uh, but it's got really great gameplay. It's, Really well designed. I mean there's jump scares, but you gotta you have to have jump scares. You can't have the genre without a few jump scares. But it just has like a really great freaking atmosphere of uh something bad is going to happen. And the chase sequences when you get exposed are really fun and really harrowing. So hey, here's a new word for the podcast. So I mean it's like alien isolation without weapons.
0: Yeah, the only thing right. you have is a camera you have to record everything
1: and you have your legs to get away with that's it so very good game
0: oh look at this Street Fighter 5 comes out February 16th I forgot about that
1: yes can't wait
0: PlayStation 4 console exclusive and PC so we have to make sure Dan gets one
1: yep it's time Daniel it is time I still think I'm
0: just going to buy it on pc because i don't trust dan
1: i probably probably pre-ordered for like the super ultra turbo edition with you know new collars for your characters three dollars a pop
0: i'll get it on pc so i can mod it so i can get all the fun stuff on there so i can get like
1: if it's good i'll end up with both versions eventually
0: Um, can your pc play it
1: uh probably not. It'll play four pretty well, but I doubt it'll play I haven't looked at the specs. But I'm building I'm gonna build a new PC in the next few months. So
0: So a couple of days ago, um on the Facebook page of EA Facebook page, um there was a update <clears throat> Our heart still beats for the big game hashtag national championship posted by EA sports NCAA football. Everyone got a little bit excited. Well, it ended up being a big fucking troll job by the EA team. Because finally, they came clean and said, quote, We have no new plans or announcements to make regarding the EA sports NCAA football series. Today's national championship game reminds us more than ever that the hearts in our community still beats for college football. You fucking trolls. What a fucking troll job.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love, I love NCAA football. Um, Yeah. The, the games, there were some shitty years. They didn't improve things. They got buggy. The cornerbacks are bullshit. Your safeties are bullshit because they cannot program competent AI. They have to have superhuman abilities to fly across the screen and smack your balls down. So whatever. I love having a completely wide-open receiver who's 10 or 15 steps ahead of a cornerback, and the guy makes an amazing leap and accelerates after jumping and stops the the pass. Mm -hmm. That being said, I mean, you could pass effectively, but you had to kind of break the game for passing. The running game was always really good. The hit yeah. stick was fun, um, you know. I mean, it's the pomp and ceremony of college football. You know, <laughs> that's what I loved about it. Yeah, uh, the Not last
0: game, last game was two thousand fourteen, and after the U.S. District Judge Claudia Wilkin ruled that. NCAA rules barring players from being compensated for use in their likenesses in media, broadcasts, video games, and other products violates antitrust funds, laws, this profile, blah, blah, blah. Good news for players. Bad news NCAA hasn't been prevented from putting a cap on their earnings. Well, you know, the thing is, you can still make the NCAA games just make a bunch of fake players.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't see what what I would do is I would just flip the freaking race of every player.
0: <laughs> no, what and I'll just do is just make a bunch of fake players. Yeah. It's like just, they used to just, do.
1: Well, people's going to want to play with something analogous to their guy. Like you can't have, you know, um, well, shoot. I'm just trying to find an example here. i top man you can't have like a Pat white, who only has a 65 speed rating, okay? It's just not going to fly. You're going to have to have a Pat White with a a 90 speed rating or 89 or 91, whatever. You have to have something like that. Uh,
0: Does it really fucking matter who the hell – I mean, all that matters is, is the teams.
1: To a point, but people still want to be like, okay, I know this receiver in this position is this guy in real life. So if you're going to make a fake guy, he at least ought to have a similar ratings to what you would rate the real guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you have to have the same number, same color skin or whatever, well, then but make yeah, it easy to mod. Well, yeah, well, it is pretty easy to mod. So and that's, the, that's the best thing about it within, within a few weeks, you'd have a downloadable roster somewhere.
0: Yeah. Well, so- I mean, you could easily that led
1: rosters for uh, the previous games where um, sports fans would put the real names to every player in the league. So that was always great.
0: I mean, you could easily get around it, create your own players, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, so. I just need to spend hours getting my team squared away. I would just want them to be close. I mean, pretty close. I mean, like your lineman. Either, that, either a team has a good line or it doesn't. You don't have to be that freaking crazy on the ratings for that. But your skill players, I would I would like to know that if I'm playing with uh, Alabama, who's your national champion, again, I'm going to have a bunch of speedy skill players. Yeah. So. And it's
0: only good for about four years, and some of those guys are only going to be on there for one year, and then you got to swap those fuckers out for somebody else next season. Yeah,
1: that's true. So – uh, the whole thing with uh, players' likenesses, I don't know. I'd ever...
0: Their I'd helmets really, are going to cover their face the whole fucking game. What's exactly. the deal?
1: I would have to read their the lawsuit and the ruling and stuff to have any idea, really. Well, but they want the their thing, names and likenesses. Here's and, the thing to go back to is they use their numbers. They... I don't think they really looked like the players because the models weren't that great. They didn't need to be that great, um, but the skill ratings were pretty close, and the town that they were from and the state most of the time matched up also, yeah. and so did the stats. Like this, they were six one two thirty five in real life. They were six one two thirty five in the game. So, I mean, if that's like this, school, high school, yeah, high schools a lot of times. So. Uh, yeah, I guess I can see why, uh, but I don't know. I just wish they'd make a freaking college sports game so I could buy it in the second-hand market and not support EA with one freaking nickel.
0: Last bit of gaming news. Amazon Prime members now receive 20% off video game pre-orders. Pre-order and newly released video games. However, there is a catch. Um, This is only for... The the offer does not apply to product bundles, including but not limited to console game bundles. And you cannot purchase downloadable games with this. You can only order the actual physical copy of the game. So meaning that you can buy a $60 title for 47.99. But since it's Amazon Prime, you can get it day of purchase. I mean day of uh, release. So Scott, he has the um video game Best Buy Gamers Cotsucker.
1: Club. <laughs> Gamers Club unlocked.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah.
0: It's 20% off with those guys too.
1: Yeah, and you earn points for your purchases. Like, uh, all of our holiday purchases turned out to, like, $35 in points. Yeah. We just cashed in this past week. Yeah. So Yeah, so, I mean, it's a good program. You pay $30 to get in. And if you're the kind of guy that buys a lot of new games, which I don't typically... I used to not do that, but you never know what the price of Nintendo games. So, you know, you may be paying eighty dollars for one a year after it comes out like i think pickman's kind of hard to get a hold of so i usually buy games cheaper but this is about with the best buy i've opened up just a little bit on what i'll spend on a game but it's got to be something i'm after but you know like the kids like the latest and greatest Mm -hmm. stuff so they want like uh we got star wars infinity and it was a hundred dollar game so it knocked twenty dollars off so more it was actually i think it might have been 115 fifteen dollar game i can't remember exactly but yeah we've saved a lot of money with it but have i actually saved money or have i spent more because i'm buying more now because i'm saving money on each purchase so if you're an amazon member they don't have a point system now where you could be good is if you have an amazon credit card you would get triple points for your 47.99 purchase so that may or may not outdo Gamers Club unlocked at that point, but I'd have to see. And of course, you could use that as points on anything, just like Gamers Club.
0: So that uh, Prime members will receive 20% off new physical games during pre-order through two weeks after release.
1: Oh. yeah. Oh.
0: So it's pre-order and two weeks after the release.
1: Yeah, that doesn't stand anywhere near Yeah, what Buy is doing. Um, one thing, oh, like sucks about the Best Buy offer is like games will be $20 at Walmart and they'll still be $60 at Best Buy a lot of times. Mm. Not all of them, but there's a lot of times the games don't come down in price. So For a long time. I mean, it's a good deal regardless. It just doesn't hold a candle to the Best Buy deal since it has that two-week thing. Plus, you get the used games on Best Buy, you get 10% off. Well,
0: you can get it brand
1: new from
0: Amazon for cheap and then take it to GameStop and trade it in.
1: Yeah. If you have to have the latest, the greatest games, you're stupid not to get the best buy or use this one here.
0: Yeah. On to TV and film. Uh, Diablo notes. Oh, there's a shitload of Diablo update news. Um I would say for most of it, just go to what's Battle.net to read yeah. most of it. Scott, if you want to just give them a quick update.
1: You got the uh the new Grey Warden, what's that zone called? Grey Grey Hollow Island. <laughs> Grey, Grey, Grey Hollow Warden. Island. Yeah, Grey Warden. That's something else. Anyways, Grey Hollow Island. It's a new area, so you get new monsters and I'm assuming quests. Um, new rifts, things like that. They expanded the Eternal Woods and Leoric's Manor. So they have new areas, new bounties, new events. Uh, I'm sure new loot. Uh, set dungeons, which lets you put on your six-piece set and unlock exclusive cosmetic rewards. Um, okay, cosmetic reward. jee I want stats, man. But anyways, it sounds. I mean, it's okay for people who want to go that way, um, and it's a free update, so really, it's nothing to bitch about. Empowered Rift. Spend your gold to empower Greater Rift. So if you spend your gold on a Rift, as it is right now, when you're in a Greater Rift, you can uh, you have three opportunities to upgrade your legendary gems. You spend the gold, and now you can get a fourth chance to upgrade your gems. So that could save you a lot of time in the long run upgrading gems. Uh, so there's, you know, there's a, few, a couple minor bug fixes, like they fixed the taunts and made them more consistent, um, upgrading existing set items, uh, changing um, power redesigns, big updates and all that stuff, uh, additional stash space up to 350 slots. They updated a ton of sets, added new legendary items and existing legendary items that have been redesigned, if they're redesigned, you still have to go find the new version. It will not update the old versions. So you may or may not have a, a legendary that may be better than one of the new ones. Who knows? They might have not picked a very good proc or something to go with the redesigned legendary items. Your old one may be better. So, or most likely, your new one's going to be better. Uh, so, made it to where, like, uh, when you're chasing the key wardens. When you zone in, there's an arrow pointing in the direction of the keyboard. You don't have to waste a bunch of time running around. They streamlined a lot of stuff uh, as far as speed. Uh, if you're in a rift and you spawn really far away from the boss, he will teleport to you. So hope that doesn't screw up kiting. That's a potential bug that will blow, blow you away. Uh, balance the pylons. You know, new recipes been added to Kanai's Cube. So, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. So... They even redid the animations uh, on some of the enemies in Rift Guard and Guardians. So, that's that. I mean, they spent some time on this. So, yeah.
0: The new trailer is out for Daredevil. It's not really much of a trailer, it's more of a teaser. And there was some talk that the new season would premiere to the same date that. Batman vs. Superman is out, but no, it is actually premiering March 18th, 2016. So whoever was bitching about that, you don't have to worry about it. It It's March 18th, 2016. Scott, have you finished Daredevil yet? Nope. I'm
1: now five episodes in. All right. Made <laughs> <laughs> one episode. So I, I really love the show, but man, it's just like I'm spread thin on what I'm doing. I have three nights of wrestling practice to coach and everything else. So work and all that, I'll get it. And my kids are doing Boy Scouts too. So
0: we need to get this be a paying job so you can quit your real job and just work on it. Yeah. Me.
1: I just like to watch uh, the wrestling matches tonight. I was like, man, I gotta, I just gotta, kind pick a couple. I don't have time to sit down and watch the whole thing.
0: I'm trying, trying to get this to be a paying job so we we can just focus on this. Yeah. Kevin Smith to direct an episode of The Flash. Good for Kevin Smith.
1: Yeah, I hope he doesn't write the script.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a lot of blowjobs and gay jokes in there. I mean,
1: I'll, don't get me, yeah, don't get me wrong, his. Superman script had heart <laughs> <laughs> man. He was fanboying it up.
0: I don't know how much of it. He had
1: uh, a, it- yeah. yeah. I mean, he, you know, we say, Hey, there's all kinds of good stories to tell. And then I read a script where they're basically repeating a lot of the stories, which I mean, it had a, an original angle. I think it had an original angle. I'm not aware of Lex Luthor blocking the sun out to depower Superman in the comics. But that was the premise of the script. And then, you know, there was Doomsday and I think The Eradicator, but I can't remember. I haven't read that script since yeah. it was fresh on the internet.
0: Yeah. Well, his episode will air sometime in May. That's I all like I
1: Kevin Smith. I just wish he'd change his damn shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm going to drive out there before he dies with all the other golden horde and Mm -hmm. just drag his freaking jersey off of him like it's mine
0: i have not seen one episode of the flash i tried to watch like the first five minutes of the premiere i was like yep it's a cw show i'm
1: done oh man yeah but it's 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 got a flavor like the other ones didn't have um it's it's more core to the superhero part of it and yeah, there's drama. Don't get me wrong, you're gonna have that. I just don't think it's anywhere near as thick as like Smallville or Arrow is with all the angst.
0: Is it on Netflix yet?
1: Hmm, I maybe season one is. Mm. I have a, I think I have the first episode or two on voodoo. I've watched the first couple episodes and I really love it. I just have to get back to it. I it's my favorite one that's I like it better than Arrow.
0: Arrows He's very murdery.
1: Yeah, he doesn't murder so much anymore, but he just—he's just, he's just <laughs> such a prick, man. It's just like just—I mean, he's true to character. Don't get me wrong, but damn, he's hard to like.
0: Well, Batman. He's Batman Light is what he's supposed to be. But yeah, TNT passes on DC Comics superhero drama Titans. Um.
1: It'll be on CW in a few months then. Yeah.
0: Well, in his first executive session as the president of TNT and TBS, Kevin Riley revealed Thursday at the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour that the former network has passed on the superheroes to be drama titans. We, quote, we just decided it wasn't quite where we wanted to go.
1: What's that, to the bank? (laughs) (laughs) They don't want to go to the bank? Um, Whatever. Um, I think the project, is, sorry,
0: yeah. Uh, the I heard about this the other day, I just didn't actually read Hollywood Reporters' re version of it. Uh, the project from Warner Horizon Television and DC Comics also had high profile names attached to it in AFK smith A Beautiful Mind, and Mark Himes. Hames never know. heard of this guy. Look him up, Scott. Um, Based on characters from DC Comics, Titans revolves around a group of young superheroes-to-be who are recruited from every corner of DC Universe. I'm not sure which group this was supposed to be. The action drama centers on Dick Grayson, who emerges from the shadow of Batman to become Nightwing, the leader of a fearless band of new superheroes, including Starfire, Raven, and more. The project is described as a dramatic adventure series that will explore and celebrate one of the more popular comic book titles ever. Uh, the team of teens superheroes first appeared in 1964, issue of Brave and Bold, as a, quote, Junior Justice League featuring Robin. Uh, this version was Dick Grayson, Kid Flash, Wally West, and Aqualad, Garth. Uh, They were later joined by blah, 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 blah. Um, Okay, the new iteration of Titans neared a plot order at TNT in September 2014, several months before Riley took over. However, Riley made it clear Thursday that he hopes to take the network in a drastically new direction with the upcoming end of Rosalie and Isles, a new series, Animal Kingdom and Good Behavior uh ever figured out who that dude was
1: yeah he uh was a producer for men in black 2 legend of zorro the other two movies i hadn't heard of and he's a writer for a movie that's in post production called the last word and another one that's in post production called kubo and the two strings and he's listed as miscellaneous crew as studio executive on two of the Transformers movies. Yeah. Lateral. I think it was a Schwarzenegger movie where his family gets killed. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, I remember that one.
1: I liked that one. I mean, it went great, but it was I liked it. Um and Small Soldiers.
0: Oh I like that one too.
1: Yeah I liked it too. So I mean you know. was
0: Legend of Zara, that was the one with Banderas? Uh it's
1: two thousand five, so probably clicking on it. Yep, that'd be on Oh I like Banderas. that one too. Yeah, that was a good movie. I liked it. So I mean, yeah, the guy's yeah, he's not a bad producer. Oh, Collateral. I'm thinking Collateral Damage. No, Collateral. Tom Cruise and Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a pretty good movie too. Uh, How has that movie been that long? 2004. Man, I'm getting old so fast. Anyways, yeah, I was wrong. It wasn't Schwarzenegger. It was that was Collateral Damage. Mm. Collateral, where Tom Cruise was the hitman and the other guy, Foxworthy was the the taxi (laughs) driver. Yeah, it was a good movie.
0: Okay, so... I
1: I wonder what the direction that they're wanting to go is going to be. Stupid. I mean, what's good behavior in Animal Kingdom?
0: Well, I can tell you where they're going. They are rebooting Tales from the Crypt on TNT with M. Night Shyamalan at the helm. Oh, boy. And that is what everybody wants. Isn't that what you want, Scott? No. M. Night Shyamalan rebooting Tales from the Crypt on TNT. Of all things. Doesn't that just scream a good idea?
1: Come on, Scott.
0: That's what you want.
1: I'm not interested at all. Yes. I mean, he made like one good movie. (laughs) And... And now he's he's
0: about to make a great television series.
1: Yeah, I bet. I'm just not seeing it happen. Maybe maybe it's his genre. Maybe it's where he'll fit the best. I don't know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And um, also... uh, Some more good news about this. is most likely... They are going to go the, hold on, it's in here. God. Oh, the uh, Crypt Keeper. The Crypt Keeper is actually the, the, the puppet itself. Is copyright. He is the, um, that's an HBO property. Uh-huh. So you will not be getting this Crypt Keeper again.
1: Well, that sucks.
0: So they will actually have to create a brand new Crypt Keeper.
1: Man, I'll tell you what. The Crypt Keeper from the hbos he was legit. Greatest puppet ever.
0: And um, so the quote is... um From John Casier. I'm not quite sure who John Casier is, and I don't really care, but this is the quote. Um. Oh, it was M. Not Shaloman. Because <clears throat> this is always always good to hear words like this I'd never make a Tales without Crypt Keeper. Will it be a new take on him as the puppet, is property of HBO promise he'll be cool and dark
1: oh that's really yeah really really uh descriptive that's cool how they have it written down in their like production notes yes cool, so cool and dark
0: cool and dark that's that's almost as scary as hearing producers saying gritty. oh it's really hip <laughs> hip and edgy that's what gritty, the kids like
1: and grounded is scary too pretty and grounded <laughs> We're going to make Superman yeah. gradient grounded in reality. Well, I mean, yeah. okay. Apparently people like sci-fi. It's called fucking yeah. Star Wars. And, and, and here, here's
0: more favorite. good news. However, to change the Crypt Keeper... Uh, this is from I uh, iFilm. Uh, however, to change the Crypt Keeper characters may not be only issues fans will have with this reboot, at least if previous details on the series have stayed the same. Reportedly, the new version may not be a weekly anthology series like HBO Adaptation. Instead, each season will have one storyline for 13 episodes, not unlike American Horror Story. And the first season will focus on Voodoo in New Orleans. So they're completely going the opposite route from what everything was good about.
1: They're not going with the spirit of... Tales from the Crypt.
0: No, they're just ripping off what's popular now.
1: Which, I mean, if you look even at the HBO series, it's an anthology series, right? Yeah. Well, so was the comic. It was a different creepy-ass story, or more than one sometimes, but... Yeah. I haven't looked at one of those in a long time. Is the creepy-ass series.
0: I mean, that's that's exactly what um, Stephen King did with... What what was the movie? I can't remember now. Um, Creepshow.
1: Creepshow, yeah.
0: Yeah. And now they're just ripping off American Horror Story because that's what is popular now. So, what the fuck you, TNT, and fuck them, yeah, Night Song. exactly
1: right. If you're going to rip off a show, at least rip off the original. So.
0: <sighs> well, on to movies because I'm pissed off now. George Miller says, no, to doing another Mad Max film. Um. Basically, he, he said, uh, quote, I won't make m- more Mad Max films. Um, uh, if you finish one in a year, it's considered a leap of faith. Start, yeah. stop, start again. I've shot in Australia in a field with, of wildflowers and flat red earth when it rained heavily forever. We had to wait 18 months and every return to the U.S. was 27 hours. These Mad Maxes take forever. I won't do those anymore. And the guy is what seventy. Yeah. Can't blame him. Yeah. And everybody's pretty much said that this is an awesome film. Fuck it, retire, old man.
1: I yeah, I said retire on a good note.
0: Yeah, stop stop where you're ahead.
1: Yeah, that that movie I loved it so. I like the whole series. I even like Beyond Thunderdome about half of it.
0: And when you consider that movie, so some of the other ones, it was probably the best one. So, stop now. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I don't have an update, but I'm pretty sure the uh, Star Wars Force Awakens is the number one film in North America still.
1: Yeah uh looks like monday box office revenant may have beat it but anyways it's sitting at 815 million dollars right now so 900 is probably not out of reach in fact i think forbes or something one of those magazines was predicting a possibly 950 but i don't know
0: so it went from 760
1: to 900. yeah that's what they're predicting so set the date fifteen right now, eight hundred and fifteen million eight hundred and
0: forty three thousand. So Christ.
1: yeah, I mean let's if it made what forty million last weekend. Uh forty two million last weekend and a fifty three percent drop. So even if it has like a sixty percent drop, you know, it's still gonna make a bunch of money. I mean it's still it's still it can still make thirty million or twenty five or twenty four million if it was a 60 percent around twenty four, twenty five million, just off the top of my head. So I mean that'll push it to including what they makes throughout the week this week to eight sixties, eight seventies, something.
0: Uh just broke eight hundred million, yeah.
1: So it's I mean, I'm not I don't know all the ins and outs of the market, but doesn't seem like it'd be impossible to me. Here's the thing: it's uh, the theater count's what's interesting. The average is dropping, but the theater count has remained the same, clear up through the fourth week four thousand one hundred thirty four theaters. So they're still making profit, all the theaters. So that's a ton of money. It's unreal. But it's and, not.
0: It's not doing anything in China though. That's no.
1: The yeah, it kind of fizzled in China. Um, yeah, it had huge drops already in China. The thing about Star Wars is, you know, some of these people are writing these articles and they're talking about how, well, you know, these other movies sold this many more tickets. If you go by the number of tickets sold, it's still in, like, the top, what, 15 or 20 or something? All-time adjusted, it's number 15. So it has sold a lot of tickets. <laughs> I yeah. mean... Yeah, it's beat out uh, the first Jurassic Park for tickets sold. It's beat out uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, in adjusted gross, it's double what Jurassic Park one was. Episode one it sold more tickets than Episode one. The Lion King. Wow, the Sting sold the number twenty. The Sting really, that movie made some bank. <laughs> the Sting would be a seven hundred and sixty-seven million dollar movie today. Wow. Maybe. It beat out Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Graduate. See, that's another one. I mean, I love The Graduate, but I didn't expect it to be a blockbuster like that. Um, in Jurassic World, clearly. Forrest Gump, The Avengers, Dark Knight, Ghostbusters, Spider-Man Independence Day. I'm just naming off some of the bigger blockbusters. But in my mind, what was the bigger blockbuster? Blazing Saddles, Batman, Finding Nemo. I mean, it's just, yeah adjusted gross it's it's killing a lot of movies so and when you start looking at what's ahead of it you know if it doesn't beat any more of those well, whoop they do you know what i mean it's avatar ben-hur empire strikes back 101 dalmatians snow white exorcist jaws dr Zhivago, titanic all that so yeah it's not gonna touch titanic suggested gross
0: han solo spinoff actor shortlist revealed
1: Yeah, let's just cancel this project right now. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, as much as I'd like to see a good Han Solo movie, how necessary is it? Now, I know from a bank perspective, from a checkbook perspective, yes, Disney sees it as necessary. But, man, he... Spoilers. His story is complete. (laughs) Let's not fuck it up. So... Sure as
0: hell, don't that. cast this fucker from Fantastic Four.
1: I mean, seriously. And I was on um, Ain't It Cool News, and they were just like, "Oh, Teller is so Miles Teller is so amazing, and he shows off that same arrogance and it just you you really compare this guy to Harrison Ford? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Oh, they were just like raving about it. I'm like, these guys are fucking lost their fucking minds, <laughs> really. Uh, who, like, wow. is it the
0: commenters or the guys of the entertainment. No, it's them?
1: the writers and about half the commenters and the other half are, you know, the talkbacks and fucking oh my mess. My
0: God, is this guy giving out free blowjobs oh. or something?
1: Yeah. I was, I mean, wow.
0: Just looking at this list. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, just on looks alone, I would go with. Not sexually, but just, <laughs> just looking at it. Jack Renner? If I had to cast somebody from Transformers Age of Extinction, I would go with him.
1: I'd just cancel the project. So. I well,
0: I was not a fucking fan of doing a damn... Look, I don't want to do any of these fucking movies at all. I would just do the three Star Wars films and that would be it.
1: Man, I mean, whatever the market will handle, but no, don't fucking do any of these damn movies. I want to fuck it up. Um, Ansel, I mean, I know it's not all about looks, don't get me wrong. You, but you have to look like roguish. And if you're Han Solo, and these guys are not. Uh, Miles Teller, sorry, dude, you look like Milhouse got contacts. Um, Ansel Elgort. Elgar, uh, In 20 years, maybe. Uh, No, actually,
0: looks like a fucking villain. He looks like a little fucking pissy villain.
1: Dave Franco looks like a fucking hobgoblin without fucking makeup. Um, That picture they have of him in that is clearly photoshopped. Uh, Jack Rayner, yeah, I I guess.
0: Well, he looks more like a young... um...
1: Scott Eastwood. Is he related? He looks like Clint Eastwood.
0: Well, Jack looks more like a young, um, oh, fuck. (sighs) Harrison Ford? No, no, well, kind of, no, I'm thinking more of, um,
1: oh, yeah, here's, here it is. Teller and Franco were shot out as possibilities before Lucasfilm officially announced their solo spinoff. And it's not hard to see why they're both charming, funny young talents who have shown the type of swagger. That's absolutely essential to playing one of the most enduring cinematic heroes of the past half century. I'm sorry, but they don't know what the fuck swagger means. If they're applying it to these guys. Um, wow. I mean, listen, it's not, I'm not saying these guys can't act. I don't think they can really, but I'm not saying that right now. Um, You have to have swagger. You have to have a roguish swagger. You have to be a little bit of a bad boy. These guys don't have that.
0: Jack looks more like a young Chris Pratt.
1: Maybe they could pull it off. I don't know. I'm just saying don't fuck up a $200 million movie taking a shot on one of these guys. Uh, Just no. So I'm being a complete superficial prick about this. No. I know I'm being a superficial prick about it. I'm choosing to be.
0: Scott Eastwood is um, Clint Eastwood's son,
1: I think. Can he fucking act?
0: He was in... Um...
1: Gran Torino and The Longest Ride. I've seen Gran Torino. I don't remember him, but I've, I watched it once. He was in Fury. on DVD. He was in Fury, or was that the guy below him that was in Fury? Oh, not that guy. Not that guy. No, 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 no. That guy I thought was a pretty good actor. Logan Lerman from Fury. But I just, I don't know. He he doesn't have, he's just too boyish. No offense. I wish I was that boyish still. I, I'm boyish, I guess. I don't know what I'm talking about. I couldn't play fucking Han Solo. Um, I don't know who Emery Cohen is. I haven't seen Brooklyn or The Gambler. Uh, the guy from Glee, Blake Jenner. I, I don't know. Now we get this other guy, Anthony Ingruber. Ingruber. who's doing Harrison Ford impressions. Damn, he looks like fucking Harrison Ford when he was about 15. <laughs> I mean, shit, he really looks like Harrison Ford, especially with the hair. He
0: does a good imp- impression. So, uh, but he never even made the list.
1: No. Nah. I'll give him this. I think he makes a good impression. Um, some of his lines he did in his impression are a little flat, but he does okay. His facial acting I think is where he nails it the most. He's very good with I don't know. He just emulates him. But that's what an actor does. They emulate. Emulate an ideal or a, an idea behind what a character is thinking or doing. So maybe he can pull it off.
0: Uh, maybe they, they want somebody who could. Can- do their own gimmick instead of trying to be somebody else.
1: Yeah, I mean, you might as well just forget about trying to get somebody that looks like Concello, but they do have to have a certain charisma when you look at them. And half these guys just looking at them briefly, especially Taylor and Franco. No. Just no.
0: Just fucking...
1: This is the Disneyfication that people was worried about. Is this. I was worried about it when I found out Disney got it, even though I'm thinking, okay, they can at least protect the family-friendly nature of the series. Um, But then, you know, everybody was all up in arms at first. Oh, Disney, this, Disney, that. And I'm like, well, we'll wait and see. And I didn't feel bad about any of what I saw in Force Awakens as far as the Disneyfication of the series. But this list of actors, that's Disneyfication right there. So,
0: This cast Jack and be done with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Young Chris Pratt. Be fucking done with it. It's over.
1: I know what they should do. They should just de-age them with CGI. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. Ryan Cooler has been picked to uh, direct Black Panther. If you don't know who he is, he is the director of Creed.
1: They movie got rave reviews.
0: Yep, and Sylvester Stallone uh won the golden globe for supporting actor so
1: well I'm i'm assuming stallone wrote this script for creed i do i'm going go back to creed now so i don't know if he did or not but the guys i mean this 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 movie's hot i wish i had went and seen it i uh saw star wars a second time instead <laughs> Uh, I liked it better the second time.
0: Uh no, he did not. Kugler and um somebody else wrote the screenplay.
1: So not only did he direct it, he wrote the screenplay yeah. with somebody else. It's wow. basically
0: a, a fan film.
1: So oh well interesting. There's definitely hope for Black Panther. Yeah. I will be uh in line first night to see that one. I was, um, doesn't click shit.
0: I was interested in Creed until I saw the, um, turned the, uh, ending of the film and I said, fuck this, I'm out.
1: Uh, don't we'll <laughs> I don't want to That young
0: invasion is fucking ruined it for me.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they really rip us off. I mean, that's our signature.
0: Yes, that's ours. We always have an alien
1: invasion. It's at least in discussions.
0: But Ryan Cooler, I mean, he seems to uh, know his shit. And I'm pretty sure he will not have Black Panther going meow like Entertainment Weekly did. Yeah. New Batman vs. Superman TV spot is out. Eh, Meh. seems kind of weak.
1: CGI seemed kind of weak.
0: Now, on to the end of the movies before we go into our super long wrestling review. And it's all based on Del Toro, our favorite director, currently working today when he actually does work and isn't busy doing shit. Um, Del Toro is in talks to direct... Fantastic Voyage remake um he is in talks to develop and direct Fantastic Voyage remake of the 1966 sci-fi classic that is being made by 20th Century Fox and James Cameron's Lightstorm Entertainment um um not only reunites the with James Cameron, who he once tried to launch his passion project at the Mountains of Madness, but retains him with David Goyer, the writer of his vampire action movie, Blade II. Uh, Goyer wrote the treatment with Justin Rhodes and the script for New Voyage. Um... Voyage and revolves around a team of scientists who are shrunk to the atomic size and sent into a miniature submarine inside the body of a scientist in an attempt to save his life. The original movie was set during the Cold War, and the scientist was a defector who was in a coma after assassination attempt. The new pick is ended up being an event-sized tentpole for the studio, which has no... which has not... God damn it, I can't read. It's like Dave Meltzer wrote this which has not dated the project. Um, David Goyer will also executive produce.
1: So Del Toro's doing a remake. Yeah. Fucking ha. It'll be a but great remake, I'm sure.
0: It's Del Toro. You know he's going to yeah. fuck shit up with it.
1: Yeah, he's going he's gonna to dominate that shit. I, I have seen the original years ago, so... It was a good movie. So, it's Del Toro. But I'm just not interested in any project not named Pacific Rim 2 from this man.
0: <laughs>
1: hmm. I, I guess I do want to see Crimson Peak, but regardless.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fantastic voyage.
1: I'll have to settle, I guess. First first world problems again, Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, that that but that had Raquel Welch in there. If you had a time machine, mm, mm. Yeah. but the Torresanella tweet the other day saying Pacific Rim two. Hold on, Got all these damn notes. Pacific Rim two canceled. Don't believe everything you read. It's still going, and now I'll remain with it one way or another. Uh, the reason Legendary and Universal gave us a hold was allowed for the writing team to continue in its efforts to exceed the amazing experience for the first film. Uh, the reason why is that Legendary Pictures was purchased by Wanda. Not Lo Wanda, from Scott's favorite character from... And live in living color, yeah. <laughs> um, but Wanda is wrong notes, is a Chinese company, isn't it,
1: Scott? Uh, is that a Chinese company? Yes, it's a Chinese company.
0: Wrong, I got my wrong notes open. Scott, you got to read it for me.
1: I'm having to open it now. I was letting you read that one. Um, yeah. Got too many notes. It starts with the a W I think you got your notes. You put the links all side by side. So it looks like one big link together.
0: Wanda and let's see China and Asian generative. <laughs> legendary tall is a merger. Oh. Donnie's
1: Dalyan- Dalyan- company's acquisition
0: of legendary pictures mean Pacific rim Two is looking very, very likely. This is from tech times. Uh, China and Asia in general is blah, 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 blah. so, yes. Um, mm-hmm.
1: it was big in China, right? Was it not big in China? I think it was big in China.
0: <sighs> Chinese oh. entertainment company Dalin Wanda has acquired legendary pictures, the production company behind Jurassic World Pacific Rim. Yeah, so yes, uh, Chinese, yes, so.
1: I mean, that was part of the reason they included the... Uh, I I'm, I may be wrong. I may be off base on this. But it seems to me, I read a story or a quote one time that the whole reason they designed the kick-ass Chinese robot was because they were going to release the movie in
0: China. It did domestically well, bringing in $100 million. The real money, however, did come internationally, largely thanks to Asian markets. The film earned more than $300 million internationally. For a total worldwide gross of $411 million. So yes, I was right. It is a Japanese company.
1: It made more in China than it did in America.
0: Well, Asian markets total, not just China.
1: Yeah, but just China, it made more. 111 million in China. Does it, does, did they group all of them under China? No, Malaysia no. in here. Five Asia. million for Malaysia. Uh, Philippines, 3.7 million. So yeah. So it made fat money overseas.
0: Hundred million dollars domestic three hundred million dollars foreign.
1: And I mean the movie's got pretty pretty good reviews and seems like it has a following. You know, I mean, hopefully it means that the next movie will have some momentum going into it if they don't wait nine years to make it. Which I'm glad they didn't rush into it and just make another one.
0: China's property and entertainment giant Dalian Wanda has formally announced its acquisition of leading Hollywood production company Legendary Entertainment. The deal is worth 3.5 billion dollars. Uh, Wanda made an announcement of the deal on Tuesday morning in Beijing, describing the legendary acquisition as a merger through Wanda Chairman Wang Zhang, Charlene made it clear that his company will have an outright majority. That's not good. So. <clears throat> uh, yeah, this deal is about making money. Well, we, will, we will be involved in legend. This is uh we will be involved in legendaries movie productions. We can co-produce. We can get better than twenty-five percent of the portion of the revenue remitted to Hollywood for important movies.
1: Hmm. So um,
0: those that attended the ceremony included Wanda Chairman Wang. Uh, so that's what. Uh, it's
1: just it's just a deal that they can get the rights on these movies to just yeah. dip their fingers in the profits, which is. But I mean, if I get some the pressure and allow Del Toro to make another movie like Del Toro makes it, they fund it, then I'm all for it. So because Del Toro is excellent. Supergram kicked ass. So, man, that's about it. And he needs to punch Godzilla. Just
0: saying. Just uh, On to WrestleMania weekend. Sting is now going to the Hall of Fame, so Scott can now be happy.
1: Oh, I'm thrilled. I just would rather see him get a win first.
0: <laughs> oh, with his neck all fucked up.
1: I know. Well, I mean, just finger poke a doom this shit.
0: <laughs>
1: out and, I mean, the WWE title shit now anyways, right? Am I wrong? Pretty so much. Who's the champion now? Roman Reigns? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Finger poke a doom that bastard. And,
0: and I, I think, think it's cool. certainly after we had our last show. Uh. <laughs> I didn't think we talked about it because I think it was after the last show. John Cena fucked the shoulder up.
1: I think we talked. Yeah, we talked about it. Did we? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we did.
0: did we? I can't even fucking remember.
1: Yeah, John Cena's hurt, guys. Six yeah, no
0: WrestleMania.
1: Yep. Six,
0: torn Labium. Six, yep, yep, six to nine months. No WrestleMania. John Cena. Scott's wife's hearted.
1: I guess I can't watch it anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wife won't let you watch it.
1: Yeah, Sting just—I just hope he is healthy. I don't know the guy personally, but I don't wish anything bad on him. He's given me a lot of entertainment over the years.
0: All right, on to the main event. Not a great show.
1: No, I was struggling to, to pay attention to this one. So. Like I had to, I had to just like remove my phone from my presence so I would. not oh, well, let's I mean, it talk about bad. Um... It just wasn't engaging.
0: Uh, actually, let me do this real quick. Did you enjoy, um, New Japan? Yes. We did not talk about that. I forgot. I
1: watched watched Ishii, and I think his name was Shibata.
0: Ishii versus Shibata from, well, let's see, how many matches did you watch? Four matches Uh, from Wrestle
1: Kingdom? I watched two today. Um... I watched the very last match, which was
0: Okay, so you watched Ishii. The first match you you watched was Ishii versus Shibata. Yeah. So that match was fucking awesome.
1: Yes. That's holy shit. I love that stiff style those guys do. Um Shibata or not Shibata, which I like Shibata, but Ishii's definitely got my attention. Ishii's a fucking beast. I am I am enjoying watching that guy. He is good. Um shibata he had a lot of like uh mma influence techniques which you know has always been more prevalent in japanese wrestling than american so like triangle chokes and uh kimura locks and triangle to armbar transitions yes this is stuff i like to watch from being an mma fan um so that was pretty cool uh the energy was there they started out that freaking slap fight from hell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, holy shit. This, this is awesome. And, uh, they I mean, there was a, you know, there was the part where, um, Ishii was like marching forward and getting nailed with the forearm shots. Um, you know, they sold well and, and they, they captured the crowd. They kept my attention. It was a really good match. I really enjoyed it.
0: There really wasn't a lot of selling. It was mostly just stiff fucking shots.
1: Mostly, yeah. There's that you didn't have to sell because they were hitting each other for reals. How um, did you
0: feel about the, the headbutts.
1: Oh yeah, they were they were great. Um, I did, I don't I don't know how they do it. I really don't know how they do it. Yeah, I know they I, trained for that, but still, shit. I know
0: there was some people like thought that the headbutts were completely unnecessary, especially with all the concussion bullshit going around.
1: Yeah, but it seems like it's part of their shtick, especially Ishis. Yeah. So I mean. They know what they're getting into. That's that's the thing about it. You can't sit here and tell me that these guys don't know they have a potential for a fucking concussion. Yeah. If they're willing to lay that on the line, that's that's their bodies, man. You know? If uh, New Japan, what the hell company is this now?
0: This is New Japan.
1: If New Japan is holding them a gunpoint, tell them to do it, that's a different story. Yeah. Um they're adults.
0: Yeah. There's no way this match would ever happen, WWE. No. Which This match is fucking awesome, though. This is definitely like a a four-and-a-half-star match. It was fucking awesome. And, of course, the main event was Okada versus Tanahashi.
1: Yeah, the Japanese bearded lady. That was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This match took a while to get me interested. There was a lot of holds early on. And they I mean, they, and they spread them out throughout, but early on, it was to me, it was too much holds.
0: Ew, um, slow build,
1: way too slow build. And I automatically check out when I watch pro wrestlers open the way those guys did. I it just, when they just stand and stare at each other and make mm. slow movements, I understand what they're trying to do, but I, it just, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, technically, and once they got going, uh, especially the last, five minutes or so of that match. That was some good stuff. They really yeah. got into it. Um, that one drop kick, man. Uh, what was your names again? Okada
0: and Tanahashi.
1: Okada, Okada was the short haired one. Yeah. He, he did a, a drop kick and hit, I think it was his right foot. He slapped that guy in the teeth so hard. I was like, Oh my God, there's going to be teeth missing. And the guy was all right, you know, cause his head, he let his head rock back, I guess. Um, Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff. So it just, it was, it kind of had me whipped early on because I just wasn't getting into it. That, that selling, that's, that angle they were working, I've never liked that.
0: Yeah. Also, you're just coming off Ishii versus Shibata.
1: Yeah, there's that too. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. The only one you really need to watch now is, is Nakamura and AJ. And then you're you're good, but yeah, I'm
1: we'll gonna try and get that one. I just had to um skip because Boy Scouts and everything, it was tight on yeah. my time. All right, on to uh,
0: NWA January 11th, 1986. And we're burned through this, not really a lot in this show. Fucking Flair wasn't even on here. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Uh starts off with aren't them telling us Aaron Anderson won the TV title tournament. Uh however, Oli is hurt and he may never work again. I highly doubt that. Uh promo of Ron Garvin. Ugh. It was actually a really good promo. Oh, maybe his
1: second his second promo sucked. His Q&A thing, so. Yeah, that
0: was shit.
1: He could he he forgot how to fucking speak 5 seconds into it. Yeah, his <laughs> first promo was good. It yeah. was good.
0: It started weird with Ronnie Garvin t- talking about reading the newspaper. I was glad to know that uh gimmick Ron Garvin could read. And in 1986, this one company's goal was to make $26 million. Man, times chains. I think Pornhub makes that in six months. He turns it around to making a million dollars or some shit. And half a million dollars is around Flair's waist right now and he wants it. Ivan and Nikita Koloff versus the Italian Stalin and Rocky King. Right after bat, David Crockett starts in on his xenophobic bullshit when they do a shot in the American flag. That's what I'm proud of. Fuck these Russian cocksuckers. Also, there was a blind tag, the and the referee is a fucking xenophobic piece of shit, and he didn't even call it either. He <laughs> fucked Nikita out of the tag. Nikita should have fucking destroyed him. It was a legal tag, goddammit. Now, if that was the Rock and Roll Express, they would have allowed it. But the Russians, hell no. You know what? I'm glad the fucking Russians won. They followed it up with a typical Russian promo. Next match was Tully and versus Mac Jeffers. It was a quick squash match. The one thing I got away from this was that Tully was fucking quick as hell for a guy his size. It's a very quick match, and I wish he was fucking around today. Uh, next match was a next was a promo match. God damn it! It was a promo with Arn Anderson. You know what? I really love the fucking TV title.
1: That was uh, a, yeah. that was a fucking beautiful. Uh,
0: there is fear going around that Oli will not be able to work, and that they'll be stripped of the national TV titles because they won't defend it in 30 days. Arn calls bullshit. Tony says that uh, our sources, our sources say that Oli will never work again. Arn calls bullshit again. We're family. Who do you think has better sources? Arn then goes on to bury the Booker, Booker, uh, Dusty Rose, and says that unlike him, I'm going to defend the TV title every week starting tonight. What novel fucking idea in 2016? The Barbarian versus Art Pritz. The first time I read this, I read the Barbarian versus Arn Pitts. Uh, he pins him with a tea bag.
1: Yeah, it was. It was meh. Yeah, wasn't a very good match.
0: Magnum TA versus Thunderfoot with a new outfit. Uh, Thunderfoot looks like an old man. The best part of this match was David Crockett calling the match. He was trying his best to get Magnum over. Thunderfoot gets some heat on Magnum, but Magnum turned it around and got the belly-to-belly on David. I mean, got the belly-to-belly, and then David called him. America's hot throb. He is some man. Pistol Pez Watley versus George South. The fans are cheering. David is going nuts. He's so excited to have David there. David called him one of the great wrestlers in the world, if not the greatest black wrestler in the world. Tony paused and said, David, you really put that right on the nose. Yeah, 1996, people. <laughs>
1: 1986, yeah. people.
0: Yeah, good job, David Crockett.
1: <laughs> um, That match was actually decent. At this point it was the best match of the night to me. Yeah. It was I, I I mean, you know, we had several matches and that was the most entertaining one. Yeah. So
0: I like how you had to signify that. No, he wasn't one of the best wrestlers. He was he was the greatest black wrestler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. nineteen ninety six. Good job, Dave Crockett. So so far you're xenophobic and you're slightly racist. <laughs> Good job. Dusty and baby doll promo. First off, Dusty has a Copenhagen hat. Doesn't get more redneck than that, especially with your cutoff flannel T-shirt and blue jeans. Then he was talking about how his mother wrote him and said, isn't that the woman you called a Jezebel on TV? And just Dusty said, Mama, they come in all shapes and sizes, and you have good Jezebels, and you had bad Jezebels. And Mama, this is a good Jezebel.
1: What the fuck is Dusty talking about? I he was, I don't know. They're he all was just, his, <laughs> he was just like back and forth. I was like, Man, you're not making any fucking sense. They're all fucking bad. They're all bad Jezebels. There ain't no fucking difference. Well, yeah, he doesn't stop with his derailment.
0: They're all fucking shit bad Jezebels, Justy. A bad whore is a bad whore. They're all evil.
1: Yeah, then he goes into uh saying Ric Flair is proof that white people don't have rhythm. Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to exaggerate a little bit, but it seemed like he said it like 74 times <laughs> in 30 seconds. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And then Dusty said that Ric Flair's proof that white people don't have rhythm. Then he threatened to break Arnold's uh, leg in the cage. How is that legal? Dusty,
1: Dust, uh, Jim Croc's promotions are out of control. They should they should be under the uh, con- jurisdiction of the Athletic Commission to stop this <laughs> tomfoolery that's going to get people like Ric Flair injured. This is bullshit
0: rock and roll express versus randy malkey and Vern deaton vernon deaton you know what i like the old tag belts and i yeah. think at one point, one point ricky morton was giving randy malkey a titty twister <laughs> <laughs> ricky had to be pulling the rip on the guy because you know, he was, had a huge grin on his face
1: malkey he really wasn't that bad He really wasn't that bad. He really didn't do jack shit, but he really wasn't that
0: bad. The Rock and Roll Express obviously went over in this match. Uh, Tully and JJ promo. Video Tully laying out Jimmy Valiant. The Domino effect is in order. Ron Garvin versus Paul Garner. Ron Garvin wins the Punch. It was a
1: very good match.
0: Promo with the Rock and Roll Express. Apparently... Uh, Cornette fucked up Ricky's voice with the tennis racket, I assume, which is really fucked up because that means Robert has to do all the promos. That's a fucking hill move and a half. Promo of Cornette, and here is the video. Rock and Roll had a match, which they won. The Midnight did a run-in. Fucked up Ricky with the tennis racket.
1: I'm just saying, you know, they just went out to just defend themselves verbally, and the Rock and Roll Express definitely attacked them. I'm with Cornette on that one. <laughs> i mean they just climbed in the fucking ring and just tried to chit chat a little bit and the rock and roll express had to get all violent on them so it was bullshit
0: yeah they just wanted to say hey we would like to have a match with you guys if if you know, are guys don't mind please yeah. please we're the number one contenders and Maybe they next forced time-
1: them to fuck him up with that tennis racket yeah. i mean they had to bash his face in they forced their hand
0: Midnight Express versus Bill Tab and Bill Malky. Basically, they just beat the shit out of poor Bill Tab.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. I it wasn't very good.
0: Or Bill Malky. Whatever.
1: Yeah, they beat was, the Malky
0: brother, I think.
1: Malky's got their asses kicked by yeah. mine.
0: PWI scouting report with Bill Apter. We're talking to Magnum T.A. Apter takes better pictures than he does interviews. Also, it looks like he has porno pics in his folder. Magnum, however, does a good interview. Fuck this goddamn car wreck coming up. Nine months and it's over.
1: Yeah, I think they could shorten those sequences down. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 very clear that and Magnum is up and down on the mic. He's he's definitely memorized all of his lines for these interviews, or mm. <laughs> he's reading off a card one. Um, but I mean, he's up and down with it. Sometimes he's doing well, and sometimes he's kind of struggling. But the segments went way too long. Mm. Holy shit.
0: Of course, it's Saturday night, so they're, like, stretching this out for two hours.
1: Yeah, that too.
0: Baby doll promo. The, the cage match has been set with Arn Anderson. And more threats of broken bones. There has to be some fucking laws being broken here.
1: Somebody needs to put a stop to her reign of tyranny. Fucking Jezebel. I mean, like, last week she headbutted Tully Blanchard's hand. <laughs> and this week she's, I mean, you know, I don't know. She's, I mean, she tried to get Ric Flair to turn on his best friend. It's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. They should just throw her out of the league. She should be out of the out of the NWA.
0: Mid-Atlantic title match. Crusher Khrushchev versus Sam Armbar Houston. Shit match. but Road Warrior Animal did a run-in. The Road Warriors did not run-in, actually. Animal <laughs> said, fuck it, and threw it. And Sam Houston over the top rope. Back him to Crusher Khrushchev, and then held his leg down and got the pin. Then Nikita ran in. And then America's team ran in, all hell broke loose, and then and that was it.
1: It was, I mean, the match was terrible, and then the last few seconds were good. That yeah. was it, because of the Road Warriors being yeah. amazing.
0: Promo with the Road Warriors, watch the yelling. They don't like Russians.
1: Best fucking promo ever.
0: Yeah. TV title belt. Arn Anderson versus Jim Jeffers. Baby Doll comes out with for commentary during the match. Double A wins. Double A goes to confront Baby Doll. Dusty is in the ring. We get a tease, but Orange Sales will do this when I will do this when I'm ready, and then that's it in the show.
1: I, you know, I'm starting to think there's a conspiracy going on. I think Baby Doll, after watching her tactics, I think she might have actually been behind the NWO in the '90s. Every time something's going on, she's got her face out there interfering in matches and shit. I mean, the only thing she needs is is, is, a, is a, a spray can and i'll i'll believe she's definitely the mastermind behind the NWO.
0: well they had all the
1: belts makes yeah, sense so anyways yeah baby doll you know she's she's out of control got to stop her yeah. so i mean it was it was it was watchable there was a couple highlights but i mean it's pretty bad when the best start to finish match was two jobbers i guess that well it, Pest to pestil watley wasn't a jobber yeah, I mean, I mean, he was the that, greatest black
0: that, wrestler in the I world
1: god but I guess Pez Watley wasn't a, was not a jobber.
0: No, not. I never. thought
1: he was at first because I had never seen or heard of the guy. Yeah, no, uh,
0: he, he was pretty big in WCCW. He, he
1: was. Oh, I mean, he. He was a good wrestler. I. He did a good job. Yeah. Um And uh, so instead of George South, so it was a yeah. good match. Yeah, I really liked watching. Or George Watley. South.
0: He, he was the upper. Mid, he was the best jobber they had. Of course, I think he had some belts and some other. Sp- territories but just that's all they made out of him of course obviously looking at him he's he'll never be a superstar but eh. yeah
1: that made me think about um rocky king i got to googling rocky king last night apparently this guy like worked clear up to wcw and ended up being a ref for a while and um he retired and started a family friendly wrestling league i don't know if it's still in business or not But apparently he's having, like, uh, he has, like, kidney kidney cancer. So he's, like, uh, they had, like, his benefit stuff this past fall for him. But um, that just Googling Rocket King brought up a lot of, you know, quite a bit of unverifiable information. But if any of it's true, like, if I was him, I would probably just have have got a lawyer. Oh, my gosh. So... Yeah, rumors were he was homeless and there was like racial tension and that he was used to insult another wrestler. I mean, it's just, just crazy stuff. So, but you know, all the backstage drama has always been associated with wrestling.
0: Wow, well, that picture, I just, some of them, he's pretty good shape.
1: Well, he said one of the quotes that was attributed to him was that the other wrestlers couldn't believe it when he first took his shirt off. Because he was homeless, and they were like, "Oh man, how do you get your abs to show like that?" And he's like, well, "It's not hard when you don't fucking eat." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's paraphrasing, but I'm fucking starving to death. Of course, my abs are showing, dicks. <laughs> so yeah, apparently he got his job because he was hanging around um, one of the venues that they were frequenting, and the uh, basically they felt sorry for him. He was like a hard worker, like cleaning up trash and cleaning up bathrooms and stuff. And this is all just rumors that basically come from other wrestling fans. Uh, A few of a, a little bit of it was in quotes from some of the wrestlers. I can't remember who off the top of my head, but uh, basically he got it. He begged them for a job and um, Oli Anderson and Arn Anderson were involved in that. Oli Anderson supposedly was trying to insult some black wrestler by saying this, this is some guy was upset that, He was a black wrestler, and I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he was upset that he had – he thinks he could have been bigger, and he was actually pretty good, and only Anderson was like, well, here, I'll show you what you could have been. So they made this guy his job all the time, and then Arne Anderson had something to do with retaining him. But again, a lot of that's rumor and things like that because Arne Anderson felt bad or something. So. Mm. I don't know how true that is that's just the the rumors but anyways yeah it's kind of an interesting story though that i guess the homeless part's pretty much verified so that he you know that's how he got a job i mean the guy was in shape i mean yeah he starved so you can see his abs but you can tell the guy had worked out i mean he had some mass in his arms and shoulders and stuff so apparently he had started eating yeah all right well
0: that will do it for us. So Oh I think that's all the news. So we'll be back next week, I think. Maybe. We'll see. Anything else, Scott? We fall all soon? Right.
1: Take care, man.
0: Alright, later people.